hi guys welcome to our first podcast on emerge so we had little glitches with our video so we decided to do a podcast segment this evening with me is the awesome beautiful talented antonietta oh yeah show yourself now hey they can't see me that's the problem <laughs> if you can see what i'm doing they will I'm, see i'm really flipping my head for you right they will see that your paparazzi is not here abby <laughs> Okay, guys, let's welcome Antonietta. Antonietta, tell us about yourself. Um, okay, first off, my name is Antonietta Kaluta. Mm-hmm. I'm an actress, presenter, and vlogger. Vlogger? Yes. Please tell us your vlogging insight. Where do you vlog to? Oh, I vlog um, on YouTube mm-hmm. at Talk Time with Antonietta. Talk Time with Antonietta. So, yes. what do you do there? There Apart I talk talking. about <laughs> <laughs> well, basically it's all about talking. Oh, okay. But I talk about pro women issues, issues that affect women, how to help women, women empowerment, basic issues. Men also listen to my content, but most of it is geared towards women. So you are telling us you are a feminist now, that's what you are saying. Well, you said that. I said pro women. <laughs> well, pro women, feminists. No, pro women is concerned about feminist mm-hmm. issues. That's what they say. But, <laughs> That's what they say. So, Antonietta, you're telling us you are a vlogger, you're an actress. Yes. So, what else? Meet, let us meet you, please. Meet me, meet me. Okay. I also write. Okay. I write. I write, but it's not something I like to do. I, most times, when someone asks me to write something, I always say, Am I getting paid for it? Because writing is something that. I have to be motivated to do really it's not something like acting or vlogging that i can easily do i can even volunteer for i feel like writing is a lot more stressful it doesn't come to me as easily as the other things so it's not a passion it's for money so when i write i write because i'm getting paid or i'm getting something out of it so where does your inspiration come from for writing acting vlogging my inspiration primarily comes from people around me and the things happening around me mm. and that's why i noticed that even my vlog moves it grows so it has grown i started from instagram i just recently this year opened a youtube page but basically it has grown the kind of things i talk about this year 2020 yes this uh-uh. year 2020 uh-uh. we came oh, on youtube we left instagram <laughs> oh, we're shay. here to do this oh <laughs> shay uh-uh tell us more <laughs> all right so your inspiration comes from the things happening around, around me so basically you see the change from my vlog the topics usually when i was in school when i left school and now it's just more about the kind of things i experience because most of it are experiences of my that I, uh, things I've experienced myself or things my friends are experiencing or something I just see on TV or I'm on a bus and someone says something yeah. so all of those so who has been like your greatest inspiration your mentor school lecturer tell us greatest inspiration I feel like there are lots of people that have been great inspirations for me but I would use the closest person mm-hmm. to be for me I would say Aside from my mom, that is, because, yeah. yes, aside from my mom, I would say my lecturer, um, Dr. Rashida Liban. She's currently the HOD of Theatre and Performing Arts at Madbele University. Because being in 100 level and seeing she was just like one of the most active female lecturers, the rest were elderly women mm-hmm. and stuff. So I saw her excel, I saw her be at the top of everything, and how she had a push. She had, you know, most times people felt she was stern. 
I was scared of her too. No, <laughs> no, no packaging. No packaging. I was scared of yeah. her too, but I liked it because I felt like she had to put on that facade in order for people to, you know, take her seriously. Yes, take her seriously. You know how people treat women and all of that. But I saw her take things seriously. You know, strive for more. She wasn't just settled. And then for me, there was a balance to her life. She had mm. family working and mm. she had career mm. going for her mm. and all of that. And so I would say she has been a source of so you're saying school has had like a major impact in your life definitely definitely i still remember there's a lecturer who still teases me till today i applied for theater and performing arts and mm. then when well we just came in jam bites and yeah. then they were asking each of us to ask those who applied for this particular course yeah. and then a few of us that did rose our hands and he said why did you apply and i said because i want to be a star <laughs> oh shit <laughs> Really, so that, was, today. That, was, that was just what I wanted to be. A, a star. star. Oh, what an ambition. <laughs> and it was really funny. But you know, school shaped it for me. It was not it, it's no longer just about stardom or being on TV. I, I want to make impact. I know that that influence gives you a place where okay, a lot of people have eyes on you and all of that. But I want to impact in people's lives. I want to be able to give to people and know that I'm influencing them positively. So that's cool. I'm I'm glad we came down this path because I was going to ask you. People say Ooh, school app. There's this phrase that goes around streets that Ooh, school app. This kind. So do you think someone that is educated has an advantage over someone that is doesn't have formal education? I do. Honestly, because when you look at people, even people who maybe are wealthy, depends on what you call wealth or what you call riches, people who are wealthy, when you look at someone who is educated and has money, mm-hmm. and the one who is not educated and has money, you'd see that there's a, there's a gap, there's some sort of difference, because it's more like refining. What school really does is refine. It might not change so much about your wealth, but it changes how you talk to people, mm-hmm. it changes how you relate with people, how you do things, your mm-hmm. manners, a lot. So for me, school is just something that refines. It adds to whatever it is you already have. So yes, school is not everything, mm-hmm. but it does a lot. Mm-hmm. And it helps you stand before people. If I didn't go to school, I wouldn't have thought about maybe polishing my pronunciations because it was my lecturers i took some courses in english mm-hmm. and things they taught us there made us want to be better mm-hmm. but 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 we, we hear people say money is money whether you have a polished accent or you have your accent or you have outside accent as long as you have the money that's what's important but there so, are a lot of people who don't fit in okay. who don't fit in for example there are rich people who would go to certain places but mm-hmm. they don't really fit in because you just it's almost as if you have a level of wealth, but you don't have the level of exposure to match it. So you cannot even relate properly with people of that caliber. Mm. Yes, because you know, people, um, when it comes to all these, what my friends call rich people thingy, yeah. you know, they go out, they do certain things. Mm-hmm. You have to be learned in their own way right. to do certain things the right way. And it comes from going to school, learning some of these things formally or informally but you need to get to that place where you learn certain things and for me the way you speak yeah it adds it adds to the level of respect so people just see you you cannot communicate properly people want to know that oh you have this and then you were able to attain stuff not just that you just so you're saying it's not just you don't just require street smarts to be to make it so you need school to polish you that's what you're saying so what are people that don't have access to quality education but want to make something out of their life 
What do you tell them? What's your advice? Primarily, my advice is that's why I said school is not everything. Right. It adds to it. So, mm-hmm. primarily, I would say to them, push for what you want. But there is a place you get to where you have wealth, you have enough to get that education. Adult education is everywhere. You, you don't have an excuse at that point right. not to refine yourself, not to build on what you already have. Mm, you guys, hope you guys are listening to what Antonietta is saying that school is important. Even if you have money, even you if get... you have money, so that you know, <laughs> I'm dropping one or two. But you know, Nigerian school, piece. even the lecturer that is teaching you, it's not like he's refined himself. So, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, it just depends. It just depends, really. I wouldn't say, I feel like the university especially right. when it comes to higher education the lecturers my lecturer always say they you do 99 they help you do one percent i really believe that because when you look at the students who make a lot out of school mm-hmm. who become something outside school where those ones who did extra who did the study for themselves who did a lot of things so right. your lecturers can only teach you so much mm. a lot is left for you to go and study you know read up and build on yourself those mm. things basically are for you not for the lecturer so however your lecturer is you should be better because mm. he'll tell you what he knows and you have to go outside and get your own knowledge to add well we don't want to go down this path you know, because <laughs> it gets complicated because I, I can say that these things you're saying someone has to go to school to learn the internet is available now yes it doesn't necessarily have to be like a world classroom exactly that's why i said you don't really have an excuse not to be refined because you can learn online you can polish yourself right. so basically once you have access to these things you don't have an excuse not to mm. so there's no excuse a formal education is necessary yes it is mm. because in this world you have to relate with other people you're very wealthy but you need some level at some point you're going to need a higher level of financial intelligence to mm. relate with other people to build your business to grow so it's important so Antonietta, what do we expect from you in the next five years let's say we're looking back in 2020 and we're saying ah Antonietta did a podcast with emerge so this is where Antonietta is right now so tell us your listeners what are we expecting from you a star <laughs> <laughs> the a star that you are. Uh, I've always been a star. Mm, oh shit! I started on that. I started on that. You list. know. So my level, I've been a star. Well, I know your level. So just tell us. By year 2025, what do we expect from you? Well, basically, what I would want to say, what I've been striving for. If you look at the models I have, I spoke about Dr. Rashida Liman. Someone I also respect is Indra Nui. I also respect Omoni Oboli, and it's for one thing: balance. Mm. What you're going to see in the next five years is balance. I've always been someone who goes for spiritual, physical, mental balance. Mm. So I'm going to do well in my career. Hopefully I'm going to do well in family. I'm going to do well financially. So I'm striving for balance. In the next five years when you see me, you will see the fact that balance is evident or I'm almost there. Wow, well, like that's like you never say you have plenty more in your account, or we see your billboard balance. We should balance. check out for balance, yes. Maru. So, our last question, or second to the last question before we let you go if you had like an opportunity to have a 30 minute seat with anybody in this world, dead or alive, who would it be? Dead or alive, who would it be? 30 you want to glean from the person's wealth of wisdom. You've like always said, ah, if I had opportunity to meet this person. It would be in January. Who is that? 
<laughs> well, she. I heard she's retiring, but CEO of Pepsi companies. Uh -uh. She's a woman, she's a mother, and she rose. Wow. She rose to that level. Oh, wow. And I respect it, and I respect her journey. So she's a mother, she's good at business. That's yes. the balance you're talking about. Yes. So what would you ask her? What was the, like, the one question, if you could? What would you ask her? Well, basically, all the questions I want to ask her, I've seen her videos and everything, and she has spoken about them. I would just want to be around her because it's one thing to hear people talk about their stories. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to watch their lives. Yeah. I want to see that these things are not just, you know, a facade, a mirage right. that I'm just looking out for. I want to really see that, okay, these, I want to learn the little principles because when you look at wealthy people or people who rose to a certain level mm -hmm. in whatever they do, it's not just the big principles that they have from business. You see it in their daily activities. Mm. They are more timely mm. than others. They or they respect people more than others. Right. So I want to learn those little principles that she has. Wow, interesting. So our last question: If you had opportunity to steal Nigeria money, like you just be taking so like opportunity, how much would you take? Steal Nigerian money? Well, I don't think. I have it in me to steal Nigeria. Hallelujah. No, this is not no, about no. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not this is not that's why I told you that um balance. Mm. Because I'm not striving for wealth, I'm not striving even in the industry the way I'm running my career, I looking for stuff to do i'm not always going for the one that pays me mm. i want the one that pushes me to a certain level mm. or makes more impact that's what i look out for i'm that person wow. so when it comes to nigeria i believe so much in nigeria if you've known me if you sit with me hear me talking about one nigeria even though a lot of people have given up on that dream because people yeah. tell me it's nonsense yeah. <laughs> i'm saying nonsense we was about trying to keep up our life you understand <laughs> people say so i feel like a lot has been taken from Nigeria mm. and basically what I keep telling my friends right now is that I feel the people that need to rise up to the occasion now are people who want to give to Nigeria so wow. I don't want a public office because it seems like when you get there you get crippled so mm. I want to get money I want that wealth so I can mm. build Nigeria so I wouldn't take Nigeria's money wow like this is the best <laughs> answer ever you guys she said she will not take your money <laughs> She will not take your tax money. <laughs> All right, Antonietta, how can we meet you on your social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, oh, YouTube? Yeah. Okay, so first off, um, that is me, Antonietta, or talk time with Antonietta now. Okay, I'm pushing my brand. So on Instagram, you follow me at underscore TTWA underscore. TTWA stands for talk time with, with Antonietta. Antonietta. Mm. On YouTube, talk time with Antonietta. Spelled on, out. Yes, spelled out completely. And then on Twitter yeah. at Nieta Kalunta. That one is hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Okay, say it again, please. Let them hear you. At Nieta Kalunta. Kalunta. Yes. All right. Antonietta, thank you so much. You guys don't want to know how Antonietta got here today. She sacrificed <laughs> no, a lot. crazy. <laughs> she sacrificed a lot to be here today. So thank you, Antonietta. Thank you for coming on our segment today. We are looking forward to seeing you being balanced. We want to see pictures of balanced Antonietta <laughs> on the streets, on the ground. <laughs> so all right, you guys, join us next week on Tuesdays and on Thursdays for our updates. Thank you. Bye. Hmm. <laughs>